Okay, here we are again. Welcome to HSB Progressive. Uh, tonight I'm going to talk about the um, Huntsville City Council meeting that occurred on the 13th of July. Uh, I think it, well, we'll see. It might be a little bit shorter than usual. We'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned. start with City Council, I'm going to read you a short poem. Um, it's called Act of Vexation by Pam Rehm, R-E-H-M, not 100% sure how to pronounce that, Rehm, Rem, Acts of Vexation. The only thing under the sun I can run to is Ecclesiastes. For there's nothing gathered into oneself that can be kept. Want is humbled by death as every purpose manifests it. Feeling this all my life, a piercing fright gathers in the stomach's pit. This is it, and this is not the end of the road. For even despair is a kind of goad to wisdom. The beauty of the world over one's own anguish the day that I lost all feeling, I was both a fool and a goddess. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, so... Uh, I actually uh, watched um, on HSV TV this time. I wasn't there in person, so I, I didn't. I'm not going to have a whole lot of, you know, little. I saw so and so do this, or so and so say this to so and so, or somebody who came up and talked to me, or any of that kind of fun stuff to report on. Um, I'm just going to give you sort of like what I heard and saw, along with what anybody else could have heard and seen on HSV TV. Uh, but, you know, with my own special sarcastic uh, scathing review of events. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, of course, the invocation, the Pledge of Allegiance, approval of, uh, of uh, the agenda... Uh, included a special um, comment about item 21A. We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, and approval of the minutes of the previous meeting. Uh, there were no special recognitions from anybody. Um, and, and this time, there were no announcements or presentations like we have been having presentations from nonprofits regularly since uh, the end of last year. Uh, there were no presentations, um, and so uh, uh, and uh, the first item that actually had anything in it was item ten: public hearings to be set. Um, and 
the, this included this, so this is where you know that the public can stand up and say something about these four items that were on the agenda this time nobody did there was a uh, um uh, something about uh, somebody having a, a, a one shuttle service put in place or something like that. There was a zoning of one acre. So this must have been annexed recently for it to now need to be zoned. Um, and it was zoned one residence, one B district. That's single family dwellings. So, uh, I know it's only one acre, but let's sprawl everywhere. Um, then came another a, a resolution to rezone about 13 acres. Um, uh, this is up north and west of town. Um, from zone, rezoning from planned industrial to highway business C4 districts. This is that that uh, C4 is very popular these days. It allows some mixed use. I don't know that it will, you know, have any mixed use on it though. Um, uh, probably people just want to put some uh, gas stations there or something like that. Um, and then the last one was um, also. Oh, there. I'm sorry. There's more than four. Then this. The next one was also rezoning of about 60 acres. Um, from residence one to residence one B. I don't know the difference between those two. Um, maybe the spacing between houses. It could be whether you can have one story or two story, but it's basically from a single family dwelling to more single family dwellings. Um, then also another rezoning of about four acres. Uh, <laughs> out near Zert Road, okay? We'll have more to say about that region out near Zert Road. Um, the, that was, uh, uh, you know, some of that area was uh, the subject of quite an uproar at this city council meeting, so that will be some entertainment for you to stay tuned for. Um, uh, so this one was, uh, this one was zoned from residence 2A, uh, that's still, I, I'm not sure what 2A is, okay, I'll be honest, to business C1, neighborhood business C1 district. Um, so I have a feeling that maybe that's a little bit denser, but I don't know. Out on Zert Road, I haven't been out there in forever, so I don't really know what kind of stuff is going on out there very well. And I think, let me think, it won't be, I don't think it's this week, but it's next week that the planning meeting is. So I might, you know, make it to planning or at least watch it and have more notes about what's going on at planning because it's summertime and I can get to planning meetings more easily. Um, anyway, so there were no agenda related public comments. It seems to me like um, talking, They some of these people who had to wait till the end to speak, um, could have jumped on that Zert Road rezoning issue and gotten in a little bit earlier um, uh, in the public hearings. Uh, maybe, you know, I don't know. 
Um, anyway, so that means that we have to go through the mayor and the council member comments. Everybody was in attendance, so everybody got their little spiel. Um, the mayor w talked about fish, <laughs> the fish show <laughs> at the Orion Amphitheater. And I shouldn't laugh because, of course, he said he thought fish was spelled with an F, and it turns out it's spelled with a PH, and and uh, it was a really good show, and, all, you know, the, that was supposed to be a joke, and... and um, I, I, I'm laughing, really, because I can't imagine Tommy Battle at a fish concert, okay? But, uh, but he did also say, this always irked me. You know, I've lived here almost nonstop since uh, the second half of the 70s. Uh, yes, I'm that old, okay? Um, and uh, so much of my young adulthood... Uh, people just bitched about how there's nothing to do in Huntsville. There's nothing to do in Huntsville. I was in bands and out and doing stuff all the time. And, um, and, and you know what? I didn't go broke doing those things either. Um, there was a buttload of stuff to do in this town. There always has been. Because um, there's plenty of sort of you know, underground cool people who live here. I still know a few of them. <laughs> and uh, I, I've always resented all of this. There's nothing to do in Huntsville. This is such a boring place. And I didn't find it to be boring at all. Um, but the mayor said, now, since we have the amphitheater, which if I recall correctly, there was a lot of balking about building the amphitheater when it was brought up in city council but they did it they decided it was a good investment but people balked at it i don't remember if the mayor was one of the people balking at it of course he doesn't he, it's not up to him honestly it's the uh, city council that decides if they with we're going to spend the money on something like that so i uh, maybe i never knew maybe he never let on how he felt about it um but there was definitely balking on that city council. But now everybody's just like, oh, the amphitheater is so great and it's brought so much and da na 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 There's always been lots of stuff to do in Huntsville. And I'm sorry if you guys all missed out on it. <sighs> so then uh, Bill Kling was the first person to uh, from the city council to have his comments. Um, and guess what? One of the things he brought up was problems with alligators. Apparently, the city council people are getting lots of calls about alligators. Um, uh, uh, and, and he deferred to Jenny Robinson um, uh, because uh, um, Jenny, Ro Jenny Robinson, of course, lives in, you know, she's that South Huntsville where, hmm, does anybody remember me talking about how they're building in the wetlands down there wetlands alligators wetlands alligators do you see something developing here well anyway so jenny robinson had words to say about the alligators uh but um i think maybe i'll, I'll save discussion about alligator concerns until the end when uh the um um public comments people there were several people that came for public comments and talked about alligators. Um, I will say Ginny Robinson said she was very pleased with 
the reassessment that people were making about how they use water on Green Mountain. <laughs> Welcome to the 70s, folks. Uh, you know, in the 70s, when I moved here, my parents were reading Mother Earth News and that kind of stuff, and we bought a farm, and we drank out of a well, that kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, alligators, alligators. Uh, oh, I will tell you this, that on the 31st of July at 6.30 p.m., Jenny Robinson is going to have a, she was going to have a town hall meeting, but whatever her topic was has fallen through, so she's just going to call it a drop-in at the South Huntsville Library if you want to go down there and bug her. That is Monday, the 31st of July, 2023, at 6.30 p.m., South Huntsville Library. Go give her a piece of your mind. Um, hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you, though, about the one thing she says. She talks about the alligators. <sighs> A lot like she talks about homeless people, can I just say. Uh, Devin Keith was the next one up, and he made some flippant comment about if there were alligators in North Huntsville, they, there'd be a whole lot of eating alligator fritters and that kind of stuff going on. Well, that's out of line, seeing as alligators are protected and you have to go through channels before you're allowed to just haul off and kill things and eat them in this state. You guys know that, right? If you want to hunt, you got to get a hunting license. If you want to kill an alligator, you won't be allowed to. It may get dispatched for you if it's a public nuisance. Anyway, okay, more about alligators later. Um, Devin Keith also was... He made some very cryptic comments. I'm sure there were people watching or sitting in there or listening or whatever who knew exactly what he was talking about. But he started talking about some, if there's a public nuisance and if there's a business that's going on at the public nuisance, if there's crimes being committed there, and the I don't even know what he, his point was at all. It was so unbelievably cryptic. But clearly, it was not cool if crime was going on somewhere. Of course, I, I'm not saying that he's guilty, but I think he is due to stand trial for um, allegedly committing some crimes. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. You, you, that, that it is what it is. Um, let's see. David Little came next. And, oh boy, oh boy, he did say fish was great. Um, uh, and he applauded the vision to create Orion. I actually think Devin Keith was um, the main motivator behind the Orion Amphitheater. If I recall things correctly, I could be wrong about that, but um, anyway. The big thing, though, was how happy he was about the ground breaking on the new Food City out in Hampton Cove. Um, and he was very pleased, he said, with the folks they brought to town. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I and you know, if you listen to my podcast, I did a whole podcast with uh, Tris, who, by the way, has moved away, but maybe we'll hear from her again sometime. Maybe not, not in the too distant future. I hope we'll see. But you know, I did that whole podcast about this whole food city thing and and the millions of dollars that we're going to be given back to them in our tax revenues in order for them to justify coming here and about how they're building these uh, food cities themselves. They're not hiring local construction. They have a construction company that they work with. So um, this talk of the folks that the new food city people brought to town was, I'll just say, irksome, okay? It's not creating jobs here. And it's still taking our tax money. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so on to uh, Council Member President John Meredith's comments. Um, he noted that he sent his discretionary um, funds to Columbia High School wrestling team. Okay. And... Um, he talked about development issues, but again, that was, it was not as cryptic as whatever Devin Keith was talking about with the public nuisance and if there's a business and crimes being, whatever. Um, let me put that there. And uh, then, you know what? The next thing that happens after this is the finance committee report. Now, you know, Folks, I am perfectly capable of turning on HSV TV and rewatching this to fill in any gaps of stuff I missed. But if there was a finance committee report, I totally missed it. So that's one disadvantage of being at home and watching. It's, you know, I don't know if you know this, but when you're at home, it's really get easy to get distracted by crap you got to do around home. So probably there was a finance committee report. I can't tell you uh, right now how much uh, money um, we um, authorized to for in expenditures. Um, maybe I'll go back and re-listen it and come back in on the end. Maybe. Anyway, you're going to be here. You'll find out if I do or not. <laughs> um, so finance committee report. Uh, Probably it was not very exciting because it went right by me. Bang. There were no board appointments to be voted on. There were nominations. There were a bunch of nominations for the Huntsville Police Citizens Advisory Council. Maybe you guys remember that I had a, a conversation with Chad a couple of podcasts ago about what goes on or doesn't go on with the Huntsville Police Citizens Advisory Council and how do you get appointed and and what do they do and uh you know how, uh, you know when do they meet and all that kind of stuff a bunch of people got uh renominated or to replace or um people these are four-year terms these were all um nominations by Huntsville City Council people um you know what I don't know if um uh, the, I'm, I know the mayor gets to name people to it, uh, but I don't know if they ha if his uh, nominations have to go through city council or not. I suspect that they don't. Um, I wish they did, uh, even though city council would probably just you know be okay with it anyway. 
Uh, what else? Healthcare Authority of the City of Huntsville that had a nomination. Um, um, and um, Housing Board of Adjustment and Madison County Department of Human Resources Board um, all had uh, nominations made for them. Um, yeah, I, um, so uh, it, uh, and it was right here that I think it was Devin Keith broke in after these nominations to add something that that uh, I guess he got himself so off track between talking about eating alligator and uh, and I, I have eaten alligator I'm from Florida um, although I admit that I didn't eat alligator until I went back to Florida after I'd been gone for a very long time and went down to uh, Gatorland or something like that that it's called um, and and uh, you know we're obviously there there those are captive and breeding alligators and obviously the state keeps an eye on what they're doing there uh, but yeah the, I, I had alligator at one of those places I'm not going out shooting alligators on my own I'm not an idiot well okay don't no comments okay <laughs> anyway look he broke in after these board nominations to add something to his comments, which was, and this one's a good one, guys, on July 25th, which is a Tuesday. The Tuesday of, from when I'm recording this, next week. So about uh, 10 days from now. Not that you know when now is, but anyway. Uh, July 25th from 3 to 4 in the afternoon we're going to have another uh, the, they're going to have a work session on the not decriminalization but again last year we had, did some work um, on this in a president's forum we had uh, talking about um, changing uh, minor drug offenses to misdemeanors that get ticketed as opposed to arrestable offenses. Um, so this is gonna be a work session, July 25th, from three to four, um, and uh, uh, um, regarding that process of further working on that, changing these to misdemeanor crimes instead of um, uh, things you have to get arrested for and taken to jail. Um, and I don't know where it is. It's probably in city council chambers, but I will look that up and try to put it in the show notes, okay? Um, let me make a note. We're good. 100% good. Okay. July 25th, 3 to 4 p.m. Um, misdemeanor stuff. Okay, stuff. I'm so professional. Anyway, item 17 was Huntsville Utilities. And I always bitch about how they never show up, but they had three items to come and talk about. Guess what they were? They were all um, adding on to their budget items. They need more, they need to spend more money. One was more money for, for electric, one was more money for water, and the other one was more money for electric. Um, the first one was 4.2 million dollars 
not total, but more to pay to put into electric um, and fiber uh, and improvements, as it says, to various facilities and workplaces. The water one was 2.6 additional millions of dollars uh, in order to uh, install a water main on Research Park Boulevard. Um, and the third one was an additional three million to um, purchase uh, uh, transformers. Um, and, how, oh, this is fun. Uh, things, uh, uh, I do believe that the word supply chain, um, uh, supply chain came up in talking about why these, uh, why these, uh, the original budgeted amount was not enough and they had to spend more money. Um, but I, uh, but by the way, I, th if I understood what was said, uh, Huntsville Utilities actually had the money. So they weren't asking for the money from the city. They were just asking for permission to spend the money that they already had on these things. Um, uh, so, so first of all, that now you know, Huntsville Utilities readily has, you know, about ten million dollars hanging around. Okay, um, and uh, and and uh, uh, you know, I guess that's a good thing. I guess, um, you know, I you know I. You want to avoid the the shutdown and pandemonium, supposed pandemonium of being without utilities if something happens. So you need to have money ready to pay people to work on holidays and work long shifts to get things back up and going if, if something happens. Um, uh, but bunches of millions of dollars like, oh yeah, we have the money. It's okay. Um, uh, but yeah, the, yeah, sure enough, they they talked about how the inflation due to demand, which is supply chain stuff that they're using as the excuse for why some of these prices went up. So, um, you know, I just want to make sure that you guys know that an awful lot of uh, suppliers um, uh, um, uh, and middlemen are making a whole lot of money off of saying our shortages are due to supply chain problems um, and uh, uh, um, where you know it's really easy for them to form um, you know sort of uh, cartels have an understanding with each other that everybody can get on on this and jack their prices up um, which is a lot of what's been going on. We have a good excuse. Everybody believes it because of COVID, so we're going to use it. But, you know, also, by the way, if you have worries about supply chain problems, you might not be threatening China because we get most of our stuff from China. <laughs> so I don't understand... I don't understand the thinking behind our bristling at China um, constantly. We're dependent on China. I, I don't know what what are we gonna, do. We think that we're going to go over there and take China over? Um, you, you know those those people are entitled automatically to housing and uh, medical care and all kinds of stuff. 
just because they're Chinese. They don't have a bunch of homeless people wandering around the streets of their cities. Yeah, I'm sure they're all going to want to become Americans. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, anyway, of course, you know, we've got to do all of this uh, building and, and, and building up and adding to and all this kind of stuff to our utility systems because we're growing so fast. And and uh, um, I, I, I know you guys probably listened, right, to my podcast with David Keith Cobb where we talked some about degrowth. And these are words that, oh, my God, would never come, come up in, uh, in any of our Huntsville City Council discussions. You know. Anyway, <sighs> on to item number 18, which is um, vacation of easements. And all of these were all vacation of easements. We vacated easements uh, to Spacegate Commercial Park to Bob Wallace Industrial Park, to um, Cliff's Edge Subdivision Phase 2, to uh, 2550 Redstone Road, uh, whatever the heck is going on there, um, and to Bankston, Bankston Subdivision. Um, so this is, we're turning over the easements to them, to private, um, entities uh, to take care of our public utilities. Um, you know, I hope nothing goes wrong with that. Do it all the time, right? It's just when the infrastructure fails, um, they'll they'll have long since recapped, recouped their um, investment and long since probably have walked away from the whole development. Uh, anyway, and who will be left holding the bag? Of course, the taxpayers. Um, so anyway, num item number 19 is unfinished business items for action. Um, so uh, one of these was again about bingo. I'm going to say, I'm telling you, I did not know that bingo was such a big deal in Huntsville. That, now, you see, look at there. There's something that's going on and apparently has been for a long time that even I didn't know about. And I, it sounds pretty fun to me. But, man, City Council spends a lot of time talking about the bingo uh, board and uh, nominating people. And this was about um, amendment to the Code of Ordinances having to do with how bingo's done. I, I, you know, who knew? I didn't know. And I thought I was pretty much in the know for a lot of stuff. I really had no idea. Apparently, maybe it's only veterans that know about the bingo. I, I don't understand that either, but um, I some words were said to that effect that it's always at the, what is it, the VHF, VFA, VFW. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll get it, VFW. Um, uh, facility, whatever you call it. Um, darn, I didn't know. What else happened? Um, here we go. This is uh, this was about um, uh, the next one was from Human Resources about changing um, part-time employee stuff so that uh, so that um, they got some more nice things. Uh, uh, some uh, like they could be recognized for longevity. Um, and I think maybe something about um, some benefits. 
I although I, it, it's not like it, it, it's not like being full time. It's still not be, like being full time. That's for sure. Um, and then item C was about selling this property to Roots Multi Clean, clean, and who are going to be making street sweepers. These are the people. I'm almost certain down there that um, that came and did presentations. I'm going to say. Uh, before I started doing this podcast, um, I was there listening to them give a presentation and they were trying to make it super wonderful sounding that they were moving here and that they were going to put solar and windmills up and just do as much sustainable energy as possible down there. It's down off of South Parkway, um, kind of near, I think it's near like the Weatherly Road area down off of South Parkway um, and uh, I'll, I'm definitely going to watch and see if they actually follow through with all of the nice words they said about how they were going to build this uh, energy efficiency and all of that kind of fun stuff. We shall see. We shall see. Um, okay, so that brings us to um, number 20. We had A through A through Z, 26 items under item 20, which is, you know, the new um, items, new, uh, new business items for consideration or action. Um, the only one that was held was item D. And it was about uh, the purchase of uh, um, property for to sell to Marathon Realty Corp, which is not a local Realty Corp. Those are the Food City people. Food City is walking away with a bunch of our money, and it ain't staying here. We get uh, we get we get grocery stores. Now, you know, I, I'm the first one to say that uh, food apartheid is not good. But the first one that they're building is out in Hampton Cove. I don't think they had a problem with food apartheid out in Hampton Cove. I don't really understand what's going on here. Do you? Anyway, this is the only one that anybody thought was worth holding and actually having public statement on the record about. Uh, and of course, it was the, the purchase of the land by Huntsville to sell to the land to food to Marathon Realty Corp, so that where uh, Food City would be located. Um, they put some pictures up on the overhead, uh, definitely taking over a whole bunch of farmland, without a doubt. It's crystal clear they're building on farmland and they're talking about um, putting more um, uh, a development of retail. Of course, you know, the uh, a grocery store is sort of like an anchor store. So at that intersection, there's going to be a lot of development of all kinds of retail. All of it's farmland. Do you guys like to eat? Oh, well, okay, that's right. It's a grocery store. That's where food really comes from, right? We're okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was sarcasm. Sorry about that. Um, I have to say, 
that uh, Shane, the, the, oh gosh, he's not community development, is he? Um, uh, it beats me. And right now I can't even think of his last name. But, oh my God, he looked so happy. So beaming happy while he was talking about this deal. He looked so happy. Um, so we'll just say he is very pleased with, you know, having been able to orchestrate this, the uh, uh, this purchase and and reselling at at no gain to the city, um, the property that um, that uh, the new food cities are going to be on. Um, 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 it, oh, it, he also talked about how the, the, and this could very well, it was that it was a difficult deal, uh, that took many years, several years, he said, sitting at the kitchen tables of these people that he's buying this land from in order to put these, these, uh, this retail development there uh so i'm i'm kind of wondering um what why did it take several years of sitting at what looks to me like must have been farmers kitchen tables um uh, well first of all I, i'm glad maybe there are some farmers that understand that we need the farmland so it was hard to talk them out of their land but what if that's the case, then what did they do to make it, after several years of negotiations, finally acceptable to these farmers that apparently were reluctant? Um, I don't know. And did you guys know there was something said about... Um, an overpass being built at Maston Lake. Did you guys know about that? I did not know they were going to build an overpass. Uh, uh, at, on, I assume they're talking about the parkway and Maston Lake, which um, will feed straight to the, get people faster uh, to that food city that um, that they're building north of town, uh, directly in competition with Pro, uh, not Pro, Star Market up there in Meridianville. Because, you know, we just want to steal everybody else's business. Um, but, you know, at Maston Lake, we used to have a thriving grocery store. I used to gro uh, shop there. There was um, a Winn-Dixie, if I recall correctly, right up there. And uh, something happened, uh, and that, that uh, shopping center died. And now it's, been, it's owned by the city, and they're building city stuff up there. Um, and I can't remember what is going on on going in up there uh, in the, on that property. Um, uh, but it's you know city offices uh, we could have a grocery store there if they're having a problem with grocery stores in the north. Why do we have to take over farmland? to build a grocery store that's that much farther north that will compete directly with the star market, which is a, you know, hometown people, not people who are bringing people in from out of town to build, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hometown people. 
It's just that they're paying taxes to Meridianville instead of Huntsville. So that has to be, you know, undone. It's because we're in competition, you know, with our neighbors. Absolutely. So anyway, that was item D. Out of one through A, A through Z, that is the only one that they decided to talk about. Um, so let's have a quick look at the other things that got passed on the on the uh, blanket uh, voice vote. Um, travel expenses. Uh, here's just uh, some normal, you know. And again, I'm going to say I'd like to know what the travel expenses are. I think those should be public and discussed. Um, so that we could get disgusted. Oh, sorry. Um, and the next one was uh, about low bidders. Summary of bids and entering into uh, agreements with the low bidders for the bidding of whatever. Um, an ordinance approving appropriations, goods, and services for District 5 Council Improvement Funds. Um, uh, City of Huntsville and AECOM Technical Services for Engineering Design Services for James Record Road, Martin Road, over Bradford Creek Bridge Improvements. So this is just um, uh, authorization for the city to uh, get an agreement with these engineering people. Um, like, you know, when this comes up at, at Madison County Commission, this kind of stuff, Every one of these gets explained by the um, lawyer, Jeff, and, uh, and a price tag gets discussed. This is not happening here in city council. Huh. Um, resolution authoring uh, lease agreement, DCSC LLC in the city of Huntsville. It says a wellness lease complete. Um, we, uh, this is so vague, it'd be nice if they discussed it so we'd know what the heck it was. Not to mention how much it was costing. A resolution authorizing the mayor to enter an agreement between the city of Huntsville and Jackson Thornton and Company PC for a wastewater cost of service study. So this is from a water pollution board um, or, or water pollution department. I'm, I guess it's a department. Um, Next one is for uh, provision of records management and document imaging services. Uh, 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 this came from the city clerk. Um, this is just all, a lot of this is uh, the privatization of government, you guys. We're not going to actually hire people to do records management and document imaging ourselves. We will absolutely pay a private entity to do it. How much are we paying them to do it? Um, you know, that just means that there's an owner who's reaping the profits off of other people's work now. Where that doesn't happen in government, if you just have public jobs, the pu people doing them get paid. And if there's no corruption, there isn't somebody scraping off the top. Also, maybe there's not somebody trying hard, as hard as they can to pay you as little as possible, deny your unionization efforts, and, uh, de and, and deny you benefits, you know. 
or only hire part-time people so that they have an excuse to deny benefits. Uh, I, you know, something like document imaging services, I can totally see that just being part-time people going in there and doing that. No benefits having to be paid. Whereas if you work for the city, well, of course, we talked about earlier that uh, there are lots of part-time employees for the city, but at least there wouldn't be somebody scraping off the top of that if these people just worked for the city. Oh, but the American way is to scrape off the top of everything, right? Okay, uh, let's see, what else? I forgot where I was. Department of Economic, this is Community Development. Um, uh, submit, okay, this is a resolution authorizing the mayor to submit an application to the Alabama Department of Economic and Community Affairs for fiscal year 2023 Emergency Solutions Grants Program. Uh, okay, I'm just like, why, why does the city council have to tell the mayor that it's okay for him to fill out some paperwork in order to try to get some money? Um, like, I, I don't know. That's a little bit mystifying, isn't it? Uh, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, although I gotta admit that I I like the mayor being beholden to the city council just as much as possible. He still gets away with everything. Um, speaking of which, there still is not a sustainability commission or committee or whatever it was that was supposed to be formed that he promised he was going to form. I wish the city council would just go ahead and form one. They can work on the items in the report and be more democratically responsible. Um, that should not be in the mayor's hands at all. It has been made abundantly clear where the mayor stands on environmental concerns. Anyway, let's see what else. A resolution authorizing the mayor to execute modification number one to the original agreement to the city of Huntsville and Target Solutions Learning, LLC. This is for fire and rescue. So they're modifying an agreement. I bet that means that fire, the, these people are getting more money. Um, resolution authorizing the mayor to enter an agreement between City of Huntsville and the Spyglass Group for uh, audit of telecommunications service accounts. Well, okay, auditing. I'm not going to say I'm against that. This is for uh, from ITS department. Um, I wonder if we'll ever hear what comes of it. Hmm. Probably not. Next few items are from the legal department. Uh, and so here they come. Uh, a bank independent letter of credit for Linden Phase 1 subdivision in Jones Valley. Uh, CB&S bank letter of credit for Merrimack subdivision Phase 2. First National Bank letter of credit for, for the Preserve at Inspiration Phase 3 subdivision. Uh, First National Bank letter of credit for the Preserve at Inspiration Phase 3 subdivision. That really was two separate ones, guys. Not reading the same one twice. Progress Bank letter of credit for South Ridge at Jones Valley subdivision. 
Progress Bank letter of credit for Southridge at Jones Valley Subdivision. Again, two separate for the same thing. Uh, Service First Bank letter of credit for Mountain Cove Subdivision. Trustmark National Bank letter of credit for Abbey Glen, Phase 4 at McMullen Cove Subdivision. Trustmark National Bank letter of credit for Villages Phase 2 at McMullen Cove Subdivision. Um, uh, so those were all from the legal department, all about uh, getting these, uh, the city um, invoking the bank to issue these letters of credits to these developers. Have I mentioned before that we seem to have a city, and Jackie Reed, rest in peace, would agree with me, because she did before, that we seem to have a city run by and for the developers? I'm telling you. Anyway, on to Parks and Recreation. Um, this is a facility use agreement between Huntsville and Ambiance LLC. I don't know what ambiance does to you, uh, but or nor do I know how much this is uh, costing us because it was not discussed. Uh, resolution authorizing the mayor to enter in a memorandum of agreement with the city of Huntsville and the Alabama School of Cyber Technology and Engineering for clearing, grubbing, and grading of the property. Public Works. So, okay, this sounds like maybe Public Works, who actually has equipment and does things, sounds like they're going to make some money for the city by going and, and taking care of this uh, uh, school of cyber technology and engineering. They're getting doing something to their property. This is similar to, I think, um, the private work report uh, that I've talked about at Madison County Commission. Um, except at, for the commission... They don't ever even list what the heck's going on. Uh, the next one is also from Public Works, so let's see if it's similar. Agreement, a modification number two to the agreement between Huntsville and Rogers Group Inc. for periodic bid for asphalt projects. It does sound like maybe it's a similar sort of thing. Um, next one is from the legal department again. And what have we got? A special employee agreement. Once again, this is getting on my nerves. What the heck with these special employees? What the heck is, is HR for if we, if we just do this all the time? Um, yeah, if I open this up. Uh, this is for Mary C. Cates in the city of Huntsville. The city cost amount is thirty-seven grand. Um, it doesn't say what district it's for. Uh, it's just a special employee agreement on behalf. A special employee agreement, and it doesn't say what it's for or what she'll be doing. Let's see. Here's more pages. City of Huntsville and Mary C. Cates. She's going to be classified as a special employee. 
and it says shall include all work included in Exhibit A. Let's go find Exhibit A and see what she's going to be doing. Legal Department Legal Counsel Job Description. This is an advanced professional legal and administrative work in providing counsel and legal services to the city. Why does this have to be a special employee? Don't we need to have attorneys working for the city if this work needs to be done? Um, what the heck? I have to say, though, uh, this sounds more like not actually an attorney. Um, because 37 grand is, you know, maybe it's for a short period of time. No, look, there's an item here that says it's for a full year, commencing on July 14th, 2023. And the item after that says the parties mutually agree that the previous special employee agreement approved by City of Huntsville Resolution Number Blah -de Blah on August 11th, 2022 is hereby terminated, effective July 14th, 2023. Um, and that's because it, July 14th, 2023 is when this new one's picking up, apparently for exactly the same and this, uh, person. And this does qualify as part-time work. I don't understand why this doesn't go through HR and you don't just hire somebody, part-time or otherwise, to do whatever it is that Miss Cates is doing. Let's see. Um, administrative assignments as delegated by the city attorney. Uh, prepares reports and recommendations, works with other city officials in improving and maintaining the delivery of legal services. So this um, performs difficult legal research. This is for a, a legal aid. This is not an attorney's work. Um, prepares drafts of or reviews, revises and approves, contracts, deeds and others. This is uh, um, I don't know. You guys tell me. Why is this not just a regular job that somebody gets hired for? I don't get it. I kind of don't get it. Where was I? There we go. We're right there. Oh, guess what the next thing is from the Department of the Police? A special employee agreement. <laughs> And the next one is also from the police for another special employee agreement. <sighs> uh, anyway, that brought us to the end of item 20. And A through Z. I want to know about these special employee agreements, I'm telling you. Uh, it's right about now that... Although I remember talking about these with Tris, and I don't think she knew any better exactly why this happened this way, but maybe she has had some more illumination. I'm missing her. Ah. Okay, anyway. Item 21. So this is the one. This has happened before, and we've talked about it before. Item A under item 21. Introduction of an ordinance. This 20, Item 21 is for new business items for introduction. 
Okay, so item A is an introduction of an ordinance authorizing the mayor to execute such documents necessary to complete transactions among the city of Huntsville, Tarcog, and MC Block 18 LLC. This it comes from Urban Development. It has to do with um, moving. Apparently, Tarcog is in some prime location right now. Tarcog is top of Alabama Council on Government. Top of Alabama Regional Council of Governments. Um, they do a lot of good work, okay? I got, um, for the most part, I think Tarkog, uh, you know, good people. Um, but apparently they got were in some prime real estate near, you guessed it, Orion Amphitheater. And they wanted them to move, and so they had to do some purchasing of land nearby. They kept it very close by, just down the road. Um, and now they're going to be able to build uh, a a parking deck structure where Tarkog was, if I understand, next to um, Orion. And it does look like maybe it'll be a good idea, but will they put solar panels on top of it or windmills even to even light it or anything? I doubt that's going to happen. But anyway, because um, burn, baby, burn. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so they're swapping, and um, and the deal here is that this was brought uh, up forward special because this these guys in 21, the agenda goes out, folks, the agenda goes out to the public. It says this is an introduction of an ordinance. Normal pro process would be, like, maybe at the next city council meeting, they would... Um, have have it into into item 20 to be voted on and then the following city council meeting would be maybe move up to item 19 for public discussion i don't know exactly who, who makes the cut to hit all of those um items but uh maybe that's what this would have gone through but no uh this the urban development um and i guess the other um uh parties to this agreement requested for this to not be just introduced but to be pushed all the way through and approved the very first night that it appears before city council um and this is like um well you know it, it, it's like they don't tell anybody beforehand so it's not like if anybody wanted to say something against this that they would even know that they needed to get down there tonight and do it um this just gets pushed for uh, it does have to pass when they do this it does have to pass unanimously but um uh but you know almost everything passes unanimously through city council anyway holy cow come on um in other words they're all done deals by the time they get there uh which is why I guess they don't even feel like they need to talk about them. Because the public's not even involved, are they? Anyway, yeah, this got passed unanimously. And I don't know, it's probably a good deal. But I don't like it when they do that to us. I don't like it. Do you like it? If anybody had a problem with this, all the agenda that went out on Tuesday says that they're introducing this. Introducing means, oh yeah, you'll have time to build a case and come in a couple of weeks and, uh, you know, make public comments if that's what you want to do. 
Nope. Turns out you won't have time. Because these five guys on city council have absolutely all the power that they need to just push things through if they, if they want to. Uh, the reason given was that um, um, Tarkog is kind of in a hurry or something to get it, his, their new situation worked out. And or, and or somebody needed to go ahead and, and get this sale of land sorted out so that whatever, somebody gets their money or something like that. You know, something like that. Anyway, so new business items. There's um, B through F. Um, these just, you know, these aren't even discussed or voted on or anything. They just get read into the record, usually. Uh, surplus equipment, uh, small cell wireless facilities license, license to Crown Castle Fiber. Why? I don't know. Uh, annexing about an acre of land. There we go. Um, down, uh, I mean, out on um, Old Big Cove Road. Man, is there something in there that's not already in the city? It must be on the mountain up in there. Well, let's see if they denude that piece of mountain. Okay, that came from planning. Planning, here's another about one acre of land to be annexed. Um, on the north side of Huntsville, Browns Ferry Road. So there you are out, you know, in the county, gobbling up more county land. Um, introduction of an ordinance to cha change the name of Discovery Point Drive to Wilcrest Circle from planning um, a Discovery Point Drive this says Discovery Point Street renaming I don't know what it was I don't know who Wilcrest was uh, but it, the planning you know is spending their precious time uh, doing stuff like this so that brought us to second uh, roster public comments um, uh, Mr. Ross was first to stand up and again uh, put forward some arguments why he should not, uh, he should be able to get uh, permits to like uh, improve on, uh, on his properties that he purchased through um, land agreements. I, you know, I think basically through, uh, from, from the city or state or whoever it is, county probably, I don't know. Uh, people that don't pay their taxes on their land, eventually that land gets claimed for taxes and then goes up for sale and you can buy land cheap. And I understand he's got a bunch or, or several lots like this and now he can't get a permit to work on them. And the city, uh, and, and in particular, the city attorney was like, we've talked about it, we already made up our minds, we're not giving you the permit. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, so then came the big issue of talking about the alligators in Huntsville. I, I missed the name of the first guy who spoke. Um, but this, okay, I just have to say this is kind of funny. Uh, it's not funny, okay? Uh, you know, there's lots of stories were told, in particular by Jenny Robinson about, okay, first of all, somebody claims that somebody's been feeding alligators. Um, nobody feeds alligators. Okay, first of all, 
alligators are very hard to feed. You have to train them to understand that this dead thing is food for them. That is not the kind of thing they cue off of for food. If you pitch a turkey leg at them or something. That does not look like food to them. Food is a live thing running across their field of vision that they can uh, sneak up on and snap at. Uh, a dead turkey leg does not look like food. Uh, again, if you go and watch uh, them feeding the gators at someplace like Gatorland or something like that, they have to make the chickens flail around to train the alligators <laughs> to feed. And so they aren't, most of the time, sometimes, yes, I think they do go in there, maybe with small gators or something like that, they'll go in there and flail a chicken around by hand in front of the gator and get them to snap at it. Um, but you have, still, you got to work on training that uh, up because they're going to just probably think that's part of you and they already know that they get the tar beat out of them if they snap at you. Um, it's it's not a simple thing. It, it, you know, it's, it's not like, uh, you, you know, uh, throwing an apple out in a horse pasture and you've trained the horse to come and get apples from you. It is not like that to feed gators. I doubt very much that anybody's feeding these gators and they're becoming tame. And, uh, uh, you know, now, on the other hand, if you're letting your dog, dogs, little dogs in particular, run around by the water, yeah, maybe that's feeding the gators. That's entirely possible. Don't let your dogs run around where there's gators, okay? I promise you, they will get eaten. Also, your cats might get eaten by snapping turtles. That is 100% possible. I'm pretty sure that my mom lost a cat to a snapping turtle. Those things are trouble, I'm telling you. But anyway, uh, doesn't mean that you should go out and kill snapping turtles. Guess what? Every little thing has its place in the ecosystem. But what I, um, this first guy that talked about the alligators um, said, claimed that somebody from the government, I don't know if it was the state, you know, uh, you can't, they're, they're, ha they're reporting problems with alligators to government, uh, to their city council people, apparently, um, and, and, you know, that's getting barked up the chain, and somebody from wildlife, I don't know if they're state people, he didn't say who the, exactly these people were, but he claims that somebody flippantly told him, or I put the word flippant in there, he didn't use that word, um, told him that the alligators were here before we were, and to just leave them alone. Well, first of all, I kind of agree with that. Um, but of course, this uh, doesn't settle well with people who are worried about their kids getting eaten by alligators. By the way, did I tell you I grew up in Florida? Yeah, we knew where not to go and not to mess with alligators. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times canoeing on the Suwannee down there. Um, we were like, do not get out of the canoe. You may not go swimming in this river. That kind of stuff, constantly. Uh, it was so, oh, it was so great when we moved to North Dakota and, uh, you know, land of a thousand lakes and all that business up there. And we could go camping and, and jump in and out of canoes all we wanted to. <sighs> anyway, um, um, so the guy, uh, of course, um, did not like this alligators here before we were comment. And so leave them alone. 
And he apparently did some research and found that up until, I think he said, 1979, in fact, there were no alligators north of Birmingham. I can tell you that up until 1980-something, just from living here, there were no armadillos north of Birmingham either. But they're up here now, that's for sure, okay? So things change, first of all. Uh, second of all, so, but then he said what actually happened is some alligators that got captured somewhere got released in Wheeler Wildlife Refuge, I guess, something like that, in 1979. And so apparently these are the offspring of those five alligators or whatever the heck. Well, more power to them that they actually have survived and bred and all that kind of stuff. After all, on the evolutionary scale, alligators have been here a hell of a lot longer than people have. And so uh, they've got to have some sort of evolutionary thing on their side. Okay, uh, second of all, if you're going to make the argument that uh, that we, uh, it doesn't matter who was here first or the people were here before the alligators were, they only arrived in 1979, then I'm gonna make the argument that you shouldn't be making that argument. It should be Native Americans making that argument because we they were here before we were. That's for sure. So by the way, leave the alligators alone and, and no, you don't have permission to kill alligators. You don't. Even though during these comments, Jenny Robinson kind of slyly said something along those lines that, oh, well, you know, if they're really a nuisance, um, I don't think you'd get in any trouble if you had to do something. Uh, anyway, what else um, was said? Be sure to document the behavior of the alligators. Doesn't this sound anything like uh, all of those... Uh, software tracking services that they want to um, put on our homeless people? Doesn't it also sound like, don't develop in the wetlands? You know what, when you develop in the wetlands, oh, you got the best plans. I went out in the hall and talked to the developer because I was told to do that when I made public comments about, don't develop down there in South Huntsville in the wetlands. Don't do it. And the developer was like, oh, well, everything's going to be okay. Uh, you know, if you develop in the wetlands, you got to do all kinds of mitigation stuff. Uh, for instance, you got to put in a bunch of retention ponds. By the way, city officials, they're not detention ponds. They're retention ponds, okay? <sighs> okay. Um, of course, where do you think? Those are perfect places for alligators to come and live. Nice places to have a nest. Nice places to pick off waterfowl. Nice. You guys are talking about stocking those ponds. Pick up some fish. Turtles are going to be moving in. These are perfect places for alligators to live. What did you guys think was going to happen? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was going to be all fine. You knew what you were doing. Uh-huh. Now you want to track the alligators like you track homeless people. And you want to talk about killing them. We know how you feel about homeless people, too. Um, 
there was a, a guy who stood up again and talked about the gu- speeding on Governor's Drive. And apparently there's been a huge police presence and to some extent that has helped. But then on the other hand, he said that uh, some woman lost her life just this week, um, this last week or something like that. Um, and Andre Wilson, the uh, ever-present Andre Wilson, um, uh, spoke about how Huntsville's not number one anymore, and then he had a plan for making Huntsville number one by uh, doing um, deliveries, uh, uh, um, drone deliveries here. Um, and then again, some one last guy spoke more about alligators. But I need to calm down, so I'm not going to talk about the alligators anymore. But please don't kill alligators, okay? We already don't have any insects. Do you get any insects on your windshield? I know the difference between when I moved here in in the late 70s and now. Anyway, okay. Um, Thanks for listening. I'm going to go calm down, maybe make myself a nice cup of tea and uh, and, uh, try to cool off and all that kind of good stuff. Thanks for listening, you guys. Um, At the very least, you can have some conversations about how crazy I am from this episode. Um, But just keep having those conversations. Uh, You know, click some five stars, please, (laughs) on your your listening device. Um, Share so that other people can find it. Um, And uh, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me through the Facebook group Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers, okay? Um, Okay, you guys, take care. Have a good evening, and I will talk to you soon. Good night.